So the big question is this, how are real estate investors who don't have a ton of free time, don't have access to off-market deals, and didn't start life on third base, how do we grow a real estate business conservatively to support our families, finally leave the corporate rat race and build a legacy? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Ed Matthews, and this is Real Estate Underground. This is the Real Estate Underground podcast show number 31. Greetings, Real Estate Underground world. How you doing? This is Ed Matthews. I am so excited about today's show. Thanks for joining us. We have somebody who I'm fortunate enough to call a friend as well as a business partner. And actually, I, I am a happy customer of his as well. Bob Chance is a nationally recognized speaker, mentor, and trainer. And he specializes in helping customers build their businesses through automation and outsourcing. He owns, what, four businesses, Bob? Including Reva Global, who counts me as a, as a very happy customer. And he helped start one of the largest real estate coaching programs in the country. Something you may not know about him is that actually he's a native of Bristol, Connecticut, and he played ice hockey. And in fact, he played for Boston University in their national championship team in 1995, if I'm not mistaken. Back in the day, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that's it, right? And there are gray spots right here. Right? Yeah, I hear it. Well, I, you know, my kids keep reminding me how much gray I have in my hair. And I said, yeah, that's because I have daughters, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? So, Hey, welcome to the show, Bob. It's good to see you. We're really excited to have you. Cool. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I've always been part of C3A for a long time and I'm back all this starting all the way back in 2004. So it's yeah. been uh, it's been a good no, run. Gee. You guys run it. Yeah. You guys run an incredible organization. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're really excited. We're just a hair above a thousand members now. The fact is, is that the coaching program and the mentor program and all the other things that we're doing are just, we're, as I was telling somebody earlier, you know, I'm busier than a one-armed paper hanger. Paper hanger. It's crazy. So, and oh, by the way, you and I both run real estate businesses as well. So there's that. That's right. So That's right. And we're local, so it's good, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I've known you for a while, but some of the folks out there may not know who you are. So why don't you give them a little more color on who you are, what you do and why you're here? I'll give a quick kind of cliff note version. Uh, I started real estate investing in 2004. Prior to that, I played, like I said, I played at hockey at Boston University, and then I signed a professional contract. So I played professionally for eight years. And then 2004, I had my first kid when I was on a flight to Belarus. I think it was yeah, Belarus back in 2003-ish, 2004, right at that time. And that's when I had my first kid in February. Yeah. Made a decision whether I was going to go back and play hockey or throw in the towel and jump into an industry that, or a job or whatever the hell that looks like. Right. So right, right, right. I decided to, you know, read a bunch of books and everything went to real estate. So I decided to jump into real estate. I also left school two classes short of getting my degree. So I would have either had to go back to school or jumped into something. So I decided not to go back to school and jump into an industry that has zero barriers of entry. So, which I, I love, that's why I love real estate because it doesn't matter. All walks of life can make money in real estate. So absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's why I love that. So anyway, I got, got into that in 2004 and I, that's when I joined actually CTRE and I saw a speaker speak on short sales. His name is Jeff Collar. So I bought his course and that's when I started and I met, you know, a local investor there that was doing tons of short sales. So I learned that business. And then you know, I think we've done over geez, I can't, a thousand plus short sale transactions you know, in 2007, started a coaching program, like, you know, one of the, one of the biggest ones yeah. called in, I think, you know, the gentleman who owns it, a yeah. couple guys yeah. who own it. And that was from 2007 while I was still flipping properties, doing rehabs, doing wholesaling, all that kind of good stuff. And then 2013, I got introduced to what a virtual assistant was because, you know, I was looking at all the students, just like you, you look at your student base, you say, 
hey, a lot of my students are either working part-time or full-time and they're trying to do real estate on the side as a side hustle to then quit their job and jump in. Right. So I was always looking for either a product or a service that fit what that looked like. Since I already started a coaching program, created trainings and all that kind of good stuff. 2013, I got introduced what a virtual assistant was. And a virtual assistant, for those of you who don't know, is somebody that doesn't work in your office. A lot of them work, whether it's in the United States and other states, or the most common one is, you know, for me, I, my company's out of the Philippines. So 2013, I got introduced to what that was. 2014, I launched my first company because a light bulb went on. I'm like, you know what? I've already created training. I've already created a real estate coaching program. Let me test it for two years to see if there's a need out there. So now obviously it's not easy when you start a company at, right. you know, in a different country, but went through a lot of growing pains out there and ended up two years. It was a, a lot of people that wanted it. And then fast forward today, we're at about a thousand virtual assistants with our clients and you're one of our clients, which is fantastic. In my real estate investment company, two seconds about that. Yeah, uh, sure. It's called Perch Rock Management. We did hundred over 160 deals last year. We're looking to do over 120 and we have about 30 team members between my office here in Cheshire, where our office is, and between my VA team, we're at about 30. So we're actively doing the business and I use my virtual assistant company to actually help fuel behind the scenes of it. So I'm in Connecticut and this stuff works. So, Yeah, true statement, right? Yep. So besides going to Jeff Collier's mm-hmm. program and joining CTRIA, I mean, obviously you're a smart and talented guy. You could have started any business, right? But what really drew you to real estate in terms of, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a great question. I mean, you know, one of them is, and this is kind of interesting, you know, I left school two classes short. I had a decision to either go back and get my degree. But one of the things for me personally, I never wanted a fallback position. My fallback position would have, if I would have gotten that degree, I would have been, in my opinion, this is the way I look at it. I'm not saying, you know, I'm going to teach my kids maybe something different. Yeah. I want them to get the degree, but I never wanted to be not owned by somebody, but I never wanted someone to always tell me what to do. And if I had that piece of paper, you always would have a fallback position, right? Your fallback position may be like, if the going gets tough, I'm just going to quit and go get that nine to five. So I figured I would take away that safety blanket and then run from there. And real estate investing has always been, you know, my father was a contractor growing up, but just so we're clear, I was more of a gopher. My father was go for this, go for this. It was not, he was teaching me how to build a house because he did not want me to get into that industry. So that's the fact growing up, but I was always interested, you know, just like a lot of, a lot of the C3 members, I was always interested in real estate because doesn't matter. There's so many different niches and you can make a lot of money in it. So that's why I chose it. Yeah. And I mean, I think you occupy several just sitting here as we talked today, right? So we talked a little bit about the short sales business. Let's talk about your business today. What's the focus of today's real estate investment business and, and what are you doing and what are you seeing in the marketplace? Yeah. You know, it's funny. We talked a little bit about this before because you have kind of the same mindset here. I was starting to build up a portfolio. We're at, I think we're at 20, I could, I could be wrong, but we're at about 25, 26 doors, but I, I took a step back. I'm like, what the heck am I doing right now? Right. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I buy them low and then there was so much equity in them. And let's call it what it is. Properties aren't appreciating any more than they are right now. Right. right. So I'm like, looking at, it, I'm like, all right. So we started selling all of them, all yeah. of them. So we were doing buy and holds, a couple fix and flips and mostly wholesaling and wholetailing, which you buy the property, list it on the MLS and do nothing with it. So right now it's looking like, so we switched the buy and hold kind of, hat on and then doing more wholetailing and wholesaling. I'm also doing a nationwide, not only in Connecticut or Connecticut, Mass, Georgia, North Carolina, Alabama, Arkansas. We were in Ohio. We pulled out just because we were in Toledo. We were getting 
one month we got like 30 properties on our contract, but selling them was the challenge yeah. because different areas in Toledo, it's kind of a lot of war zones there. So you got to be very careful. Right. And our profit margins were so small. We're putting the same amount of work as we're making to make five grand was the same as making 45 grand. So it right. didn't make any sense. Right. So that's just a little bit of, and we're, we do a couple of deals in Florida here and there as well. So, so let's talk about how you create deal flow. Cause obviously your deal flow yep. is significant. I assume that has a lot to do with VAs, but I'm curious what else right. you're doing to drive those deals. Yep. Our main thing to be honest with is cold calling, text messaging, and we do some direct mail as well. So those are the three channels we're looking into TV. That is obviously a little more expensive, but the more controllable and cost effective is virtual assistants, hammering the phone, virtual assistants, texting, driving those leads. Right. So a little bit of what our system is just to give everyone kind of what that looks like. I have my virtual assistant team calling, 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 texting, texting, texting. We do a little bit of direct mail, but those leads then are qualified. Think about this as a CTRIA member, a lot of us here have other jobs or, or do something else. So you need leads that are warm, not cold, right? Because, you know, when I first started, I was also cold calling. I door knocked for a year straight, literally knocked on doors. I had a pre foreclosure list and I would knock on doors from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. every single Monday through Friday. And then I would come home and I would skip trace, which means I would get the address and I would go on 411.com, try to find the phone number. And I'd be calling until seven, right? So this was a daily kind of routine. The calling part is really what beats you up. You get tired, right? And there's a lot of stuff that, you know, in your business, in our business, and we talk about, I'm sure you always harp consistency, right? Yep. And those tasks it's need to be consistent. Thing. It's awful. I mean, it's, I'm the perfect example of it. I mean, you are too, as well. You start something, right? Let's say I go into CTRE and I teach people how to call call, hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. And there's probably going to be half of the individuals are going to be fired up. The other half are going to be like, oh, how do I outsource it? But the individuals that are fired up that want to do it themselves will get burned out after two weeks. Yep. It's just how it is. And if you don't believe me, please try it. Right. <laughs> because it happened to me and I know it happened to you and a lot of other individuals. But you got to start looking at any type of task that you could outsource that can be done on a consistent basis. When think about it, Ed, we met up for lunch a while back and Right. You know what? If we're the ones that are hammering phones, guess what's not happening? Lead generation. Right. Hammering phones. As it makes that. Yeah. And it comes down to highest and best value, right? And you know, mm-hmm. what you bring to the table. And for your company, there are certain things you that only you can do, right? In terms right. of raising capital, talking to investors, talking to brokers, closing right. deals, whatever that is. Me, it's raising capital and buying properties. Like that's yep. and so where I use a virtual assistant and virtual assistants is to take all that other stuff off. Cause you know, A, I went into it and it was really hard. I, it, it, so I was not very good at delegating when I first started doing this, right? I'm a control freak yeah. on the yep. nth degree. And I had to get to be okay with somebody doing it 80, 90% the way right. I want it done and then coaching them the rest of the way, or at least as close as I could. Turns out that the people I was hiring were better at it than I was. So right. my concerns were incorrect yeah. because- We've grown more since I started working with you than mm-hmm. you know, the year and a half prior. I mean, it's just right. accelerated our growth because it allows me to do what I'm good at as opposed yeah. to the stuff I'm sort of good at. Yeah. And then funny thing is, and I think about this, we offer either part-time or for full-time virtual assistant services, which is yeah. 20 hours or 40 hours. Could you imagine the extra stuff that you could do in 20 hours or 40 hours that you take off your plate yeah. and the consistency that's done? I think that's, for me personally, I think that was for me in my business, the most important part. Things have to consistently get done because if they don't, 
then you're going to be two weeks behind before you know, it, you're going to be two weeks behind. So when I first started, I, I didn't actually touch upon this, but my first deal that I ever did was before I got into short sales, I was farming areas. So when I decided I wanted to be a real estate investor, the first course I bought was online back in the day. And it taught me how to farm areas, which means I drove around in neighborhoods and I called any house that had high grass and the roof was all messed up, et cetera, et cetera. So property was listed. And I called the agent, got in and opened the door and just a huge smell of cat pee hit me. I'm like, ah, well, in this book, it taught me that a lot of people run away. Yeah, it smells like money, right? (laughs) So I made an offer. It was listed for 175, made an offer for 135. And I know a lot of people are scared to do this, but who gives a crap if somebody says no? It doesn't matter. Then go on to the next one, right? So I put an offer on 135 and they accepted it. At that point, I'm like, oh crap, what do I do? Right. You know, I only had so much money put away from playing hockey. I didn't have any contractors. I knew nothing. Like I, I like knew zero, right? right? So I found contractors, lined up the money, ended up turning it in a month and sold it in two months and uh, made 32 grand on it, which is wow. pretty cool. But the big part is I had zero systems. We're not in the same world as we are today. I looked in the mirror, I'm like, I don't even know what to do now. I have no properties. I was back and forth from Home Depot literally five times a day. You know, right. they call it Home Depot University. Right. So back and forth to Home Depot at least five times a day. And I realized I had no system. So I had to really look at this as a business. Yeah. So, the thing is, I bet when you finally figured out those systems, your stress level went from a 12 to about a five, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you started moving faster and you actually delivered a better product, right? And this is an important part. I just want to add to that because a lot of people... Setting up systems, sometimes there's a little pain in that, right? Unless you, there's a plug and play system that you invest in or whatever that looks like, but it's okay. Spend that time in doing it. It's like, just like you with virtual assistants, right? You don't want to delegate. And same thing with me. I didn't want to delegate either no. until I actually handed it off. And I'm like, you know what? Whew, that's actually a huge weight off my shoulder. And just because in business, you have to keep building. You have to keep building. If you're a wholesaler and there's an opportunity to rehab it, you're going to have to learn the other side of business too. It's just yeah. the way real estate is. Yeah. Amen. Couldn't agree more. Are you interested in real estate investing right here in Connecticut? Ever wonder where all those real estate investing pros hang out to network? Did you know the Connecticut Real Estate Investors Association will introduce you to those investors and will help you learn how to find deals, fund those deals, and even teach you how to do it without leaving your current job? Go to ctrea.com. That's C-T-R-E-I-A.com and click on the events button to register for an upcoming event. Hope to see you soon. Buying investment real estate is both thrilling and sometimes stressful. Without a lending expert by your side, most investors don't stand a chance. That's where CTRIA funding comes in. CTRIA funding was founded by investors to help investors just like you fund their deals. Whether you're buying a single-family rehab, an apartment building, or really any investment property, our team will understand your deal and help you close quickly. Go to ctreiafunding.com or call us at 860-876-0572. Obviously, you're a go-getter, you know, a retired athlete and a very successful entrepreneur. What separates guys like you from the folks that I call them the dreamers, right? The the ones that wish they were in this business or wish they were doing what we were doing. Yeah. You know, it's, that's a good, very good, again, very good question. I would have to say a couple things. Number one, you're either an action taker or you're not, right? The dreamers just, you know, they'll buy every course in the world, right? But they won't do anything with it. If you buy, and I, I say buy, I mean invest, right? The, the individuals that are successful invest in courses, right? I invest in courses, but when you invest in that course, use it and take action. 
follow that course. Like if, if you're going to learn about rehabs, buy a rehab, right. you learn wholesale, build your team on wholesaling. You need an attorney, you know, you need buyers, you need a market. Like those three things in wholesaling, very easy, but you have to implement them. So I think that side of it, it's really taking action and having a true belief in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, I don't care what you're doing and your job, you're probably miserable in your job right now because you don't believe in what you do anyway. So right. have, have some confidence, get a coach like yourself, right? With your organization. I'm huge on coaching, right? I really, really am, am big on coaching back in the day. Like I said, I helped start a couple of coaching programs. I'm no longer with that company anymore and I don't do any coaching anymore. So I would recommend going to you guys, especially local. I mean, you're, why not? Why would you right. not? So here, here's the way I look at this. And, and I may go, on a, go off on a tangent, Ed, so you might want to bring me back. Going, in, you're on a roll. Yeah. So, and this is my opinion. I always look at, if I'm looking at a coaching program, I look at who actually runs it. Are they doing the business? I look at me. I have a virtual assistant company. Am I using my virtual assistants? Yes. If I wasn't, run away from me. Right. Run. Right. Right. You guys, you do a ton of real estate. I and mean, we're just talking about, you know, all the properties that you have and the cool things that you're working on, which is really cool. Guess what? I want to learn from someone like you because you do the business. So that's just a little bit. And I know Rich as well, Rich very well, Ron, et cetera. So. Yeah. In my previous life as a technology guy, it's called eating your own dog food, right? Yep. Um, yep. That's it. If you're not doing what you're trying to teach, what are you doing? Yep. You're I agree. This, right. And you're absolutely right. Run away from them for yep. sure. And one of the things that I think you kind of touched on, or I want to spike is getting coaches, having mentors, it never ends, right? I mean, I've been doing this yeah. for, yeah. you've been doing this for what, 20 plus years. I've been doing it for 15 plus years. I have coaches today and people I pay to tell me, A, where I'm screwing up and B, how do I fix it? And C, how do I accelerate my business, right? Yeah. Um, I actually have a company come in next week in our office to see what systems we're lacking. Are we minus manpower in certain areas of our business? Just do kind of a stress test and yep. you know work on systems and processes. I mean, I've been in business. I have, a, like you said, a number of different businesses, but you have to reinvest back in your business if you're going to continue to get better every day. And I think that's one of the things that having virtual assistants as part of your employee base enables you to do because it allows you to work on your business as opposed to having a right. job in your business. Right. Correct. And you, yes. you nailed it earlier. You actually nailed it earlier when you said you spend time raising money, you spend time meeting buyers, you spend time, you know, meeting attorneys, et cetera. Wow. Your virtual assistants could do those tasks that you need off your plate. Correct. A resident needs help. We've got a team that that's all they do. Right. Yep. Someone want, is interested in learning more about our buying programs. I've got a team that does that, right? And Correct. eventually they'll meet me, but until they become a real deal, I'm spending my time on other stuff, right? Exactly right. I agree 100%. So mentors being so important, coaches being so important, I'm curious, what's the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Best advice I ever got, and I think it's work ethic, to be honest with you. It's a couple of things. It's, it's building the right team. You actually nailed it. But first it takes you. You got to have work ethic. You got to reinvest in yourself and yeah. you got to have the right team. There's too many people that are like a lone wolf kind of syndrome, right? right? They think that they could go out and, you know, you could see, you can make $30,000 wholesale fee, right? We And we do a lot of partnerships. I'm like, why the heck would I, if, Ed, if you and I are going to do one deal together, right? And we can make 30 grand, we split it 15 grand. Guess what? We're going to do another, another, another deal, another deal, yeah, another are. deal, right? right? So that's the point. It's like too many people have the scarcity mentality and mindset to where, they're looking at it and they're saying, well, I'm a, the 30 grand, uh, I can't split that. I'm like, why not? Right. To me, it doesn't make any sense because think about this. 
and this is a perfect example. I just had a local investor come up to us. They were going to make $6,000 on a wholesale deal, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, why the hell would you do that? I got cash. Let's fund it out. And I know you've done a bunch of these. Funded it out. We made 45 grand and we split it. We just made them an extra $20,000. So it's just having access to resources. You guys have every resource. We got a lot of resources. Just open your eyes to and look at everybody as a resource, right? I don't mean that in a bad way. You know what I mean? Like, but everybody's got something that everybody brings. You you have something that I don't have. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And one plus one in a lot of cases does equal five, right? That's exactly right. And that's it. I mean, you hit upon it. So right on, man. One of the other things that I always talk about is leaders are readers, right? And so- These days, it doesn't necessarily mean a book, right? It can be a podcast. It can be yeah, 100%. an audio book or anything else. And I'm, I'm just curious, what are you paying attention to these days? And who wrote it or who's the provider? Yeah, I listen to podcasts. My yeah. buddy out in Phoenix, real estate instructor, Steve Trang. Uh, he's got a yeah. very good podcast. I also am reading this book, 48 Laws of Power. It's actually a pretty good book. Yeah, it's, it's a long read, so it's tough to get through. His name is Robert Green, but... There's stuff like that that's really good, but mostly podcasts. I also downloaded a, it's called Blinkist. I love Blinkist. Yeah. So check that out. Blinkist is basically cuts books down to like 15 minutes. So if you don't have time to read books, it cuts books down. I liken it to the old crib sheets that you could get for books. It's how I got through college. That's that's exactly (laughs) right. So it's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T for those of you who want to do it. It's pretty good. It's actually really cool. Yeah, it it boils up a really good book down to eight or 10 key points. You can read it in 15 minutes. And I think in a lot of cases, there's an audio version of it too. So you can listen to it while you drive, right? Love that. Yeah. That's one of my cheats as well. When I tell people, I read a book a week and they're like, oh my God, well, I, you know, Blinkist is one of my things (laughs) as I'm drifting off to sleep, I'm reading the latest from whoever. And, uh, you know, so it's the same thing. That's, that's awesome. In terms of where you're taking your business and obviously we're about to kind of dip into a recession. We were talking about this earlier, given that you're in so many different metro areas. I'm yep. curious what you're seeing in terms of, is there a slowdown? Is the pricing starting to level off? Are you yeah. dip? I think pricing is leveling off for sure, right? And days in the market are just ticking up a little bit. Yeah. But does that mean there's no buyers out there? No. I think it, it may, it's not slowing down right now, to be honest with you. I mean, especially in our own state, you look at places like West Hartford, there's yeah. zero properties on the market. Right when they hit, they're gone. Right when they hit, they're gone. Yeah. There's a lot of people right now with cash sitting on the sidelines. Still. Just waiting for, and a lot of people want to move. Think about this. We're going into school a right. month, two months. months, or a month and a half, whatever it is, right? So people want to move into that school district. So it's right now, it's a hot time. And I think you and I spoke. I don't think we're going to see a, a big slowdown until next year. So I think we have a, a very nice runway of us, you know, the uh, opportunity to make money and having buyers out there. Right on. That's awesome. And yeah. you think that's specific to Connecticut or are you seeing that everywhere? No, I'm seeing this everywhere. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Right. So as you are growing these businesses, what's next for you? Is there a, another business no, not, you're contemplating? Not, not that I know of. No, it's more of, to be honest with you, that what, I'm, what we're doing very well is we're stacking cash. You know, I lived through the, just like you, 07, 08, 09, yeah. right? If I had as much cash then that I do now, I would have had a way better opportunity to, you know, that's when the buy and hold kind of mentality comes in, right? Right. right. So this is exactly what we're doing. We're stacking cash because we're, just waiting for potential times to have a very good opportunity. And we're also raising money. I'm talking to gentlemen like you that actually have access to bigger capital when that opportunity happens. So I think yep. C3 members are sitting on a very good 
opportunity, obviously with the products that you guys offer as well. Yeah. You know, it's funny though. It's in addition to that, I was talking to a member, they had just joined the group and they were saying, you know, man, like it always, you know, the folks that I talk to and they're trying to break in or they're trying to grow, it always comes down to one of like three things, right? It's, I don't have enough time because I work 80 hours a week. I've got a family, all that. It's, I don't have enough deal flow and I don't have enough money. And I, and this gentleman had come up to me and goes, I just don't, you know, I've got deals. I just don't have any cash. And I grabbed him by the arm and I spun him around to look at the room. And I'm like, in this room, I can see one, two, and I counted seven people I know yeah. who are hitters. I said, I can see seven people right right here that invest in other people's- uh, Or partner, or right partner, now. right? Or partner. If you or got partner. a deal, bring on someone who's got money and partner yeah. with them. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, will you introduce me? I said, no, 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 you got to go figure that out on your own. And what I didn't tell him is the guy that had his arm around him was one of them. Right. Yeah. So, and we're still talking and we'll see, but it's amazing if you get into the right rooms and it, you know, it doesn't have to be CT Rhea, but CT Rhea is a, right. you know, target rich environment, but there are lots of meetups and opportunities to meet people who are looking to break into the real estate business. I mean, yeah. I, once a week, I hear somebody tell me, I would love to invest in real estate. I just don't have the time. Yeah. And, you know, and people have money, right? I mean, we don't, a lot of people don't realize this. There's money everywhere. You just got to, we got to open our mouths and just let everyone right. know what we do. Because the gentleman you're talking about, ideas, deal flow, that's the hardest part of the business. It is the hardest part. Getting deals. Right. Like it's money's easy. Like, yeah. and, and I know for the newer people that are listening to me, probably thinking I'm crazy. But when I first started, I thought the same thing. What do you mean people will give me money? Like money is everywhere. I'll give you money if it's a good deal. Like right. you'll yeah. give them money if it's a good deal. Yeah. So it's, all of us here, we have access to money. And if, right. guess what? If I don't like the deal, you know, I'll call you or vice versa. Like it's just, yeah, it, there's so many that, different, right? yeah, it's great. I've mentioned this on the podcast previously, but I'll tell you again, I have this rule called the three foot rule, which I, I think I ripped off from another podcast that I was listening to. <laughs> of course. Right? And uh, the concept is if I'm consuming oxygen within three feet of another person consuming oxygen, I'm going to work into the conversation. I'm going to strike up a conversation and work into them that I'm in real estate, right? And I invest yeah. in real estate. And we were talking about that. And I was, I was talking to you. Do you happen to know Chris Morin um, out of him and I used to partner back in the day. Okay. I thought you guys knew each other. Yeah. And so he had mentioned that he does the exact same thing. And he struck up a conversation with these two gentlemen standing in the line at a coffee shop. And turns out one of the guys was CEO of one of the insurance companies in Hartford and had been looking to deploy cash in real estate for couldn't find the right partner. And he now deploys, I think Chris said over a million dollars a month. And, did, and, and, and Chris does very well too. That like, yes, he does. He, he's a great case study for CT Rhea. Very right. good case study because he's started from in a different industry, jumped into real estate. Now he's doing extremely well. So yeah, that's absolutely. a great case study. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So as you were just saying, the easiest way to solve your money problem is to open your mouth. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So I know you're busy, but I also know you're married to a beautiful uh, lady, Beth, and you know, you've got your kids and what do you do when you are not conquering the virtual assistant and real estate worlds? What do you like to do? I like to play golf. Golf is one of them. Another is I coach my kids in ice hockey. So okay. I coach all my kids. I spend a lot of time with my kids, which is you know, for me personally, it, that's fun for me. I love coaching and you know, getting kids as good as they're going to be. Not as good as their parents want them to be, right. but as which good is, as they can be. It's not the same thing, right? That's, that's not the same thing. Yeah. Hey, we all want our kids to be the best of the best, but guess what? They only have the talent of here and not here. You got to make them, got to make them as good as they can here. So. Yeah, the world still needs real estate investors. It's okay. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 
So Bob, if someone wants to get in touch with you and learn more about Riva Global or your real estate business, yep. or just wants to get to know you, what's the best way to reach out to you? Check me out on Facebook. We have Riva Global on Facebook, Instagram. Check out Perch Rock Management is also our real estate investment company. Check us out there. My email address is bob at revaglobal, R-E-V-A global.com. So any kind of questions you have, if you want to you know, run a deal by us, you know that Ed, you and I talk about this stuff a lot. Any type of questions you have, you want to learn more about virtual assistants, let me know. Awesome. Bob Lachance, thank you so much for your time. As always, it's great to see you, my friend. Awesome. And, thank you, Ed. Uh, Appreciate thanks, thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Thanks okay. again. This has been the Real Estate Underground Podcast, a CTRIA presentation. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. If there's a specific topic you want us to cover, post it in the comments. For more information on the Real Estate Underground Podcast or CTRIA, go to realestateundergroundpodcast.com or ctria.com. Until next time, happy investing.